Hey, y'all. Welcome back. This is episode 25 of season two. Thanks for listening and staying with us as we continue to grind through the craziness of this podcast. Tonight, we're going to touch on, let's be honest, March Madness. It is all about the madness tonight. Uh, There was a lot of great games last week. We all know uh, Fairleigh Dickinson. We all know Princeton. I know I'm missing one other, Kevin. Who am I missing? Furman. Furman. Thank you. The one that we, Noel, when you listen to this, good call out on that one. And we all just kind of laughed at you. We literally did. It's crazy. And it's funny that when we talked about um, Arizona and we go, yeah, everyone, Arizona, Arizona, straight across the board. It was Arizona. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. That was if- even Purdue, we didn't even we but we went right to Purdue. Oh yeah, we didn't even skip a beat, and FDU, the shortest team in the tournament. I just, they just played so much harder than Purdue that night. Oh yeah, well, uh, wow. Well, we're we'll gonna jump, get into it. We'll get we'll, into we're that. We're definitely gonna get into that because that game. I watched the majority of that game. Me too. That, that was amazing. Um, I am sad that FDU though lost to FAU. You know. That yeah, I sucks, think I, I I I think they just ran out of gas. Oh yeah, you could see it down the end. But we'll like we said, we'll talk about it. Um, let's talk with the weekly sports update. Um, so we'll kind of jump around a little bit with this. Most, you know, biggest thing maybe if you're a baseball fan, even if you're not, like Kevin and I, we're not very big baseball fans. We all probably know what happened the past what two days ago, I believe it was, was the World Baseball Classic final, the USA. First Japan. Um, and Shohei Atani struck out his teammate, Mike Trout, to end the game. And Japan won three to two. So hats off to Japan for winning the World Baseball Classic. Now let's see how the MLB season goes. But, you know, from what I saw, it was a great, you know, playoff. I don't know how they structure it. If it's like round robin, I, I just saw highlights. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would be lying to you if I were to say that I even caught any seconds of it. I didn't. Uh, all I know is that USA, you know, almost won it all, which I think a lot of people counted them out. I think they all were looking for I Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico to take it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, shout out to Japan and Shoei Otani. He's that dude. He's really that dude. There, there was, um, so it almost was Mexico. In the mm-hmm. finals, I did see that like highlights of that game, and there's a sh- a highlight. I don't know who for Japan hit the ball, but it's going deep center field, and the Mexico player runs back, jumps up, perfect timing, snags the ball, and just lands and just stands there like this and just stares off like, "No, this is mine. I got this." Um, granted, they did Japan did walk win in walk off fashion, um, so. Hats off to him. Now let's get into the MLB season where I won't pay attention to a baseball game until probably October. Maybe or September. Unless, or unless we go to one. Yeah, I am I am in talks with uh, my buddy Mark, who's one of our um, avid listeners. Mark, when you listen to this, we will discuss this in more details as the baseball season comes around. But we are hopeful to go catch a, a Long Island Ducks game. So it's a minor oh. league team out here. Uh, and then maybe 
hopefully we can run over to City Field uh, and, and catch a Mets game. I've always wanted to go there, so we might be doing Me that. Too. I'm not going to lie. I, I've never seen a Mets game. I've been a Yan- Yankees game, so I would enjoy to see a Mets game once as well. I've only literally only driven there uh, to go to Arthur Ashe because I watched a couple of wrestling events last couple of years there, and Arthur Ashe is literally next door to City Field. Oh. So I definitely would be intrigued to uh, check that out. So definitely would be in for that. Okay. Well, I'll let you know when uh, we figure out a date and we'll uh, we'll go from there. But, yeah, I think that'd be fun. All right. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about basketball. So we'll leave that one last for the uh, weekly sports update. So let's talk about football because NFL free agency started last week. It was crazy for the first couple of days, like we talked about um you know, last week and such, but it's really calmed down. You're seeing the second tier players kind of sign contracts or players going back to teams like use the Patriots. They cut Jalen Mills, re-signed him to a more team-friendly deal, freed up a little bit of cap space. I guess they got like 15 mil still in cap space. So I'm hoping that it's for someone called Jerry Judy. More than DeAndre Hopkins. I like D-Hop, but I would prefer Judy. He's younger. He is um, younger. Much younger. <laughs> no offense to D-Hop. He's still probably top three receiver in the league. Um, But there's nothing new on the Aaron Rodgers front where we all thought by the end of last week that there would be a deal made with the Jets. There's nothing. Um, I'm kind of not surprised. Um, the Jets are making moves though. They are signing receivers. They're they traded Elijah Elijah Moore to the Browns. Um, they picked Got a, Har- some Hardman, Nicole they, Hardman, yep, Nicole Hardman, uh, from the Chiefs. So there there's some movement on their end. Uh, you know, they got Lazard from Green Bay. I'm gonna be very honest. I still don't think that that makes them a contender um especially it's also talks of uh them trying to get odell i saw that today they they said financially it's not working right now they need to get um closer to the finances uh need to be a little bit better for both sides but it does sound like he might land there which if he does that's crazy um well, we'll see. It, we always think these players are going to go one spot, and all of a sudden, flip of a you know quarter, you know they're they're somewhere else. So yeah, I think I would. I feel like the Jets do need to get this deal done somewhat soon, mm-hmm. just so that like they can just stop the chatter of like, oh, when is Aaron Rodgers coming? When is this? What are they going to do? I think it's just. I think it could be end up being a distraction if it lasts longer. Uh, but especially if Odell Beckham Jr. comes to the Jets. Me, personally, I've always felt Odell was just kind of made to be a player in New York. You know, mm-hmm. he's 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 very polarizing. He's, you know, he was a huge fan, fan favorite for the Giants. If he goes to the Jets, I'll definitely be rooting for him. Um, but, yeah, it looks like the Jets are trying to make these moves for – everybody that Aaron Rodgers wants, they're getting. 
Now they just need to get him because I will say if, and that's a big if because we don't know, if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, the pool is very, very slim afterwards. Not with Derek Carr gone, Lamar Jackson seemingly not leaving Baltimore anytime soon. Oh, it's that like one, who else is left? That one is interesting, though. So Lamar can leave. So, yes, he signed his fran- – he's on a franchise tag, but is a unrestricted franchise tag. So what that means is he can go talk to any other team in the league. So if he wants, he can go to the Patriots. He could go to the Steelers. He could go wherever he wants to talk to a t- the NFL teams and discuss what he wants money-wise. If they create an offer and he gets an offer from another team, he can go back to um, the Ravens and give them the offer. And if they say, if they match it, then he stays. If he does not, if they do not match it, then he goes to the new team and the new team, I think, I don't know if you give up your a first round pick or a second round pick um, or a combination of picks for that, but there is some type of compensation that goes back to the former team for that player. So there is still potential. Um, rumblings that I've seen and heard and read about is that he does not want to be there anymore. But he feels disrespected from what the reporters are saying because of the money situation. Honestly, then move on. Um, you know, go somewhere else. You know, there's not too many places that still need quarterbacks, though. That's the thing. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely the pl- the places are getting slimmer now because especially if we're running towards the draft, those we got those new draft picks coming in, so. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely see. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be an interesting rest of the offseason, but it's been starting off with a bang so far. That it has. Um, and then the biggest thing that I saw today was Zeke Elliott. Um, he apparently has slim, got it down to three teams: the Jets, the Bengals, and the Eagles are the three teams contending for Zeke. My opinion. The Bengals make the most sense because they lost P. Ryan. Did they? Where did he? I forgot. Where did he go? I think. I can't. I wish I could remember where P. Ryan went. I have to look it up. Well, I, I got I already got it. Let me see. If I All right, where did he go? Samaji P. Ryan. Up, up, uh, here we go. It is. I believe he went to the Broncos. Wow. And then Nixon's in some type of legal sh- issues too, right? So what I've been hearing. I think so. I don't I don't know too too much yeah, uh, about do- his. I've been hearing rumblings about him, but I'll be honest, like there's like so much other news out there. Like I might have just like, all right, see ya. Uh well, he had the assault charge that it was brought up. Is that it? I guess that might be it. I don't know. I thought there was something else. I saw someone say like he had a pointed a gun at like kids or something. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, but I would say the Bengals 
you know, the Jets just don't make any sense because you have decent rookies or younger players in that position. Eagles, maybe because they lost Miles Sanders, but. Well, yeah, I think it just all depends on what type of role he's going to have. So if I look at the mm. three of those teams, he's going to be the second back at all those teams. Um, you know, the Eagles, you know, they still have that whole, but they have that big run group, running back group. Of, yeah, they, but they only, they lost Sanders. The, the main one. So yeah. I guess if he's going to, if he would be started to start right away, he could probably go to Philly, which would be very interesting because then he faces his Cowboys twice. Maybe, but you have um, Boston Scott, who's actually yeah. a pretty decent running back there too. So you're Isn't right. Is there another guy? There's another guy. Yeah, they have a. Because if Sanders was gone, there was like a. I I don't know if it's like a an Avant or something. I don't know why that name comes. They to have me. oh, they signed Rashad Penny. Yes, there you go. So there's so your I number would, one back. That's your number one back there. Then, so if he wants to go ahead and stick it to the Cowboys and say, there. then he goes there. And they also have, have Trey Sermon. I forgot about Trey Sermon. Yeah. So they have some depth over there. So yeah, they're then then you look at the New York football Jets. I I mean Brees Hall is the starter there. And then you have uh I think I forgot. I know his last name is Johnson, who we helped have... put up some strong, strong numbers in the beginning. Let's see. All right, so Brees Hall, yeah, uh, Zovian Knight or Zo- I yeah, think... Zo- Zonovan Knight. Who Zonovan, up, thank you. Who put Michael, up some numbers? Michael Carter from Duke, who or UNC, who's not bad. He mm-hmm. just he was productive, and then you have Ty Johnson. That's Ty Johnson. He's another one that helped and, get some numbers out there. And they're all young. Michael Carter's the oldest one. I think he's in his third. He'll go. He's going into his third year. Third, third or fourth year. He's yeah, not, so not he's there that long. 24, 25, maybe. Yeah. Um, And you, but you, but they're all, I think all those guys are like young, quick, like, like faster mm-hmm. runners that can uh catch the ball for like a pass. Where Zeke is that down the hill, straight in your face runner. So I don't know if Zeke was on the list of Aaron Rodgers either. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and the way that the, the Jets are just spending money out the ass, like they want to sign Zeke too, they could. Uh, and that, man, God forbid, if I can only imagine if you have Aaron Rodgers, Odell, Zeke. All on one team with currently Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, like and Sauce Gardner. That's a hell of a star-studded team. So mm-hmm. I think very like the Bengals risk. Like if he wants to play, Bengals seem like the most realistic and logical place. Uh, but yeah. if he wants to win a championship, the Eagles sound like the most win-ready. They just finished going off for Super Bowl. Or he just wants to say, fuck it, I want to be a star, go to New York City. And then they turn into that, like, star-studded Jets team they had when they had, like, Brett Favre and everybody. But we all know how that turned out. So, yeah, I, I guess think, I'm just willing to wait and see. Yeah, it'll be interesting what he does. But I do think, um, I just, looking at all the running backs for each team, the Bengals just make the most sense. 
I agree. It's just he's going to be your second, you know, coming off the bench running back. He's not your starter at all. Um, we'll see. It will also be funny to see how much money he's going to make because uh, he's coming off a lot of money over in Dallas where he's overpaid for sure. But that's our NFL free agency update. Not much going on. Um, let's talk about the craziness of March Madness of what it brings for the teams that lose. So since, what, Thursday of last week when March Madness started, there's been a bunch of coaches that have been let go, that have left, uh, and a lot of coaches that have switched positions. Most notably, Rick Pitino. Going from Iona to St. John's. I think this was like telegraphed throughout the whole tournament and leading up to the it end was. of the season. Like it was the worst kept secret ever that yep. Rick was taking over. Um, I want to say good for him because I've met him and I think he's a, a decent human being. Um, but at the same time, all the things that the baggage that comes with them, is it always, is it, is it worth it? So we'll see what he can do at St. John's. He did turn Iona around. They won their conference like two out of three years he was there. He made it to the tournament three years in a row. So maybe he can, maybe he can pull some of those Iona guys with him to St. John's and keep the, some of the decent recruits that they got in there and uh, retool that retool everything. Um, what are your no, thoughts? I agree. I'm a big, you know, Rick, Rick Pitino, he did his thing. Uh, you know, he got Iona back to prominence. You know, he needed to get out of the limelight for a little bit after all the controversy at Louisville. He did what he was wanted want to do, and he wanted to get back, gets back to coaching some big league basketball. He's back in the Big East. He could possibly turn around St. John's. You know, the Big East is, you know, it's being held down by UConn right now. So we shall see what happens with Rick. Shout out to him for getting his job, getting a, a job back with another program. And he, I think he can make some waves, but uh, only time will tell. We'll see how he does on the recruiting trail, whether it's transfer portal wise. I'm curious if he's going to get any of the guys from Iona to come with him uh, to see if he can, to go over to St. John's, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I know we have other coaching yeah, that happens. Providence lost their head coach to Georgetown. He took over after they fired Patrick Ewing. Um, Is it Georgetown? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't? I thought Tobin Anderson took Tobin Patino's. No, no, no. Tobin is not Iona. Providence. Tobin did not coach at Providence. I'm talking Providence College. The Friars. Are you talking about Cooley? Yes. Cooley. He's okay. going to yes, yes. Georgetown. After Tobin. 11 years of Providence, yes. Yeah. Well, bigger name, better recognition. I understand that. He's been um, there for 11 years. I know. Like, I don't blame him. And he's from there. Yeah. That's the good crazy for good, part. Good, good for Coach Cooley. But you know what? He did. He made them go on a magical run last year. They didn't have the same power this year. Didn't do as well. And, you know. But he's still a good recruiter, still a good basketball coach. Let's be honest, probably a heck of a lot better than uh, Patrick Ewing. 
So <laughs> yeah. Um, but Tobin Anderson, like you mentioned, he's leaving Fairleigh Dickinson after one year there, right? Yeah, one, that's crazy. Was this his first year, right? I don't remember, but I, he hasn't been there that long. I don't remember how long Tobin Anderson was there. Let's see. I'm Tobin looking it up. Okay. Yeah. One year. Only one year. Where was he before? He was at D3 school. Oh, my He was God. at St. Thomas Aquinas. Wow. He had a great record there, though. He went 209 and 62. Overall in conference, one twenty-eight to thir- and thirty. He let's see. If I remember correctly, didn't like Fairleigh Dickinson was like they only won like four games last year. Yeah, the year with they they had like the best turnaround ever. Um. So he was at so Thomas Tom Saint Thomas is a D two school. Before that, he was. At D3 levels, he was Clarkson, uh, Golden Knights, and then went to Hamilton College until 2011. And looks like he almost took like a year off. Mm. You know, his first five years had a losing record. His next few years just he had better records there. St. Thomas is where he actually like almost it seems like everything started clicking perfectly for him. Uh, his first year was his only bad year where he went 15 and 14. Wow. The rest he had 21 seasons, except for, of course, the COVID year where they only won 14 games because that's all they played. Um, Do you want then, to know what was also hilarious about Barry Dickinson? What? They were not even the conference champions right. of their conference because the Merrimack school Co- that they're in, Merrimack College, is in their like year of transition, so they're not allowed to be in the tournament. Right. And they actually had the best record they, and won their tournament. Yeah, they Merrimack College, which is a local college in Merrimack, Massachusetts, went transitioned from a D2 school to a D1 school. Um. And because of that, like Kevin said, they had to sit out, which I don't understand. That makes no sense. Why are you punishing a team for coming up, like growing up? Um, but at the same time, it gives us Fairleigh Dickinson, who you know, made their small run, looked great, and got their coach a new job. So he's off to Iona to replace um, Rick Patino. Pretty big shoes to fill, but I'm – I think he's going to do well. He, like Kevin said, he had the shortest lineup. The tallest dude was 6'7 on his team. Average height across the team was 6'3. Kevin, they're my height. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's crazy. That's nuts. Like, good for them. I, I love it. Um, and then this one I saw, um, you know, we mentioned the one last week with Coach Beard, uh, going to, old miss um i don't want to talk about that guy because i think he's a horrible human being um but bob hurley who used to be a duke coach or assistant 
He went to ASU, gosh, eight years ago or something at this point. I feel like he's been there forever now. He had a two-year extension. I don't think ASU has above 500 record like all, all since he's been a coach. I don't think they've done that well with him under the helm. They, Bob Bob Hurley? Uh, yeah, so there will be two Bob Hurleys when you look it up because his father. Um, Bob Hurley Jr., the, the point guard from Duke. Yeah, he, he's Bobby Hurley, and then his dad's Bob Hurley. Well, let's see. Shout out to Arizona State. Yeah, he's been there for eight years. Look at me knowing my stuff. I mean, oh, he so, does have a winning record, actually. I th- I didn't think he was that good. I um, mean, yeah, it's he started twenty fifteen. That was rough. Then twenty sixteen was rough. Twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, they made a tournament. No postseason because of COVID, and then a rough year, uh, for twenty twenty one, uh, twenty twenty two, a little bit better, and then this year they got fifth in the conference. They just haven't made it past the round of 64. Yeah, they've they've been one of those teams that they get in and then they get right go right home. So yeah. We'll see. I don't I think they gave him a two-year extension to be like, all right, you need to you need to win. And we, if you don't do it now, then you're done. Most likely. But all right, let's talk about this. Uh, no, sorry, we can't talk about that because we're going to talk about West Virginia, and it's going to make me sad and cry. Mm-hmm. Um, both men's and women's basketball made it. Both lost in West Virginia fashion. So the girls, I did see some of the girls' game. They 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 played out the best they could, but Arizona is a much better team. So I can't can't say anything about that. Uh, the men's team had it, and then ceremoniously lost it. Pretty much the epitome of our season. West Virginia season. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was a rough one to watch last Thursday. I took time out of work to kind of just pay attention to it, and dude, there was times where they looked unstoppable, and then they just let Maryland crawl back in. Yep. Those damn Terrapins just taking their time, just like slowly but surely win the race. And they did. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens this offseason. I haven't seen. Yeah, I was uh, I was watching the first half at home. And I went out to go eat lunch to meet up with one of my old bosses. And then I came back home to us losing by two. And I was like, oh, well, shit, that really sucks. Yeah, and I'm like, was... damn! Thank God I didn't stay home for this whole thing. Um, but you know, right now, the off season for them is going to be very interesting. Um, we already have one person that went to the the transfer portal, Jamel King, uh, yeah. entered his name, and I honestly, I just I kind of don't blame him because he was touted as being this great shooter that everybody kept talking about, and he never left the bench. So it was yeah, like, yeah. what happened? He averaged like one point a game. I but think. But like the, they kept talking about this guy that like, hey, if he can just understand like how like the system play when it comes to defense, he, if he gets a shot to shoot the ball, 
he could shoot the ball, but we never saw him shoot the ball because he never made it on the court. So no. I don't know what it's going to be. So I, from what I understand, Trey Mitchell, Toussaint, and Jimmy Bell all all have the ability to come back next season if they wish to. Uh, so technically, from from what we have is we have one scholarship open, which is the one that we just lost from Jamel King. Um, well, no, you have Emmett Matthews. He's gone. Well, oh yeah, you have him gone. You have Stevenson gone, and Keegan, they all reuse their eligibility. Right, but remember, you're going to get the kid from Manhattan. So that's minus who one. Sat out all year, and then said right before the end of the year. I will be back to be ready to play next year in the Big 12 with West Virginia. So that's that gives us one of the perennial players in the Big 12. You would hope. Yeah, let's hope he doesn't nothing happens to him, knock on wood. So they got his teammate that they that he committed, teammate from Manhattan, but he went to Hofstra for a little bit. And then uh now he's with he committed to us. I forgot yeah. his name, something Oliverio. Um, but you know, who who do we think is gonna leave? Who do we think is gonna who is staying from those three that can technically leave? Like it's gonna be interesting. I definitely, in my opinion, what we have our scholarships left, I think we need another point guard, and I think we need another big guy down there. Yeah, so let's see. Let's look at this. So Josiah Davis is probably still be around. Josiah Harris will probably stay around. Kobe Johnson, who actually, when he's out on the court, isn't bad. I think he needs more playing time. He, he does. Him, he, he's good. Him, Seth Wilson, those guys need to play more. Um, James uh, Okonkwu, I'm excited to see what he does. Let's all right. So let's see. Here's here's your fifth year players. Adrian Johnson, Emmett, and Stevenson. So they're done. Yeah, the three of them are done because they have used up all possible eligibility. Right. Okay. So then you come through and look at your seniors. Toussaint, Jose Perez, who did not play mm-hmm. because of sitting at having to sit out. So he'll be back next year. Trey Mitchell, and then let's see, where is he? Oh, there's and Jimmy Bell. So next year's team, if say all those guys don't come back, minus um, Jose Perez, because we all know he is coming back to play. You have one of the youngest teams in the country. It's all going to be sophomores and juniors. And then maybe bring in a couple freshmen or however you use the transfer portal. There's it's a young team that hasn't played a lot. Let me see something real quick. Because the only reason I don't think we have anybody on deck to come to us next year. Let me look basketball real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I the one thing that I'm curious about is like I don't yeah, we have no commits for 2023. 
So we have 2023 with two transfers. We have a Jose and we have Omar Silverero, both three-star athletes, both from Manhattan, who will be one's a point guard, one's a shooting guard. Okay, so that's good. Um, let's see if they have any commits. They and... have none committed right now. There's nobody committed to come to us next year, probably because we are so stack loaded. Or I think, from what I understand, I was looking online. There is a long list of transfers that uh, West Virginia is looking at. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, they're missing out on a lot of, a lot of decent players. Uh, let me see. They have anyone decommit? Well, here's the best part. They had no one decommit. That is very true. Okay, uh, here we go. Here we go. I just found the list. Okay. So right now, commitments. We have guard Omar Silverio from Manhattan who played with Jose, which yep. I think could be really cool. A couple of them contacted as of yesterday. Nelly Jr. Joseph from Iona forward. Her Creesa. Junior guard from Arizona, Graham Ike, a sophomore forward from Wyoming, from three twenty one, from on three twenty, senior guard Jared Bynum from Providence, Keyshawn Gilbert from UNLV, contacted on three eighteen, Zach Austin from High Point, Charles Pride from Bryant. Jamison Battle from Minnesota and Talon Cooper from Minnesota. And then it goes on. There's some oh Dontrez Styles, sophomore guard from UNC. Jaden Turner from Butler. Mm -hmm. And very interesting. Contacted 315. John Hughley Jr. from Pitt. Ew, no. Eddie Lampkin, center from TCU. And here's a cool name. Uh, Contacted on 314, Jameer Nelson Jr. from Delaware. Hmm. Interesting. So a lot of these guys are, they're like that, I guess they're that, la that final year senior uh, that's here. If I they were to get somebody from this list, the one name that I think would be interesting would be the gentleman from TCU because we do need a big body. And a lot of people have been clamoring over this junior guard, Claire Creesa from Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, everybody keeps mentioning, of course, this guy from Pitt. He averaged, I think he has the one that averaged the most. 14.9 points per game and 7.9 rebounds with Pitt. Um, he's one of the top ones. And then, oh, no, I lied. There are two others. Jameer Nelson Jr. averages 20.6 points. Khalif Battle, 17.9 points. And then the senior got forward from Harvard. I didn't know this list continued. 18 points. And a mm -hmm. guard from Towson, 
17 points. I don't want a Towson player. No, they are not that good. I watched them live. Okay. Well, hopefully we don't get They're him. not that good. But, not for us. They can stay at the D1 level, but in the lower divisions. But, no, yeah, so you. that that is the list that they have got in contact with since the season ended. Uh, I hope I'm curious if this list is going to continue to grow. But, yeah, I, I guess are we not going after high school players? Are we – what I what's the what's the deal? I'm just very curious because I didn't know that we didn't have any commits for this year's class. But or is it just because of the fact that we went over so many damn players last year that like we just can't go over any players? Yeah, maybe we might. I don't know. Yeah, because well, we we had like we had like 16, 17 guys on the roster last year. Yeah, it's a lot, and none of like only like ten of them played. Yeah, so. All right, yeah, let's be interesting. Let's move on. Well, we could talk about bas- West Virginia men's basketball forever and our disappointment and thoughts on what they should do. Um, I don't know which one I want to talk about first, football or the other topic. The other topic is good. Okay, let's talk about that one. Um, so the women's team, they just hired a new coach March of last year. Uh, with I came and fly to it, fly to it. Yep, she now is the head coach for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Now, when this news came out last week, I think you and I were both kind of like, What the heck? Read a little bit more. She's from the area, she's from I think Wisconsin, close enough, like all that. Okay, you want to be closer home. I can I can understand that. But seriously, after a year, you signed a five-year contract. Like, come on. There's no – we always – and you and I talked about this last week texting. There's no commitment. You know, we always bitch about, oh, these players have no commitment to the school. They have none of this, da 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 da, da. Neither do these coaches. Yeah. And it sucks because I'm literally looking up information to see if like Baker, the new athletic director, has any, you know, search any names out there yet. No, but we lost one of our top recruits. Oh, did we already? Uh huh. Grace um Gorlowski, a Wisconsin native, made her announcement on tu- on Twitter Tuesday. It is with a heavy heart that I have decided to reopen my recruitment due to the departure of Coach Don from West Virginia. Like, <sighs> yeah, this that this really sucks she's because. A, Go ahead. Like you reading about this girl, she's ninety eight out of a, the top one hundred, so still top hundred player. Four star prospect. She was the 34th women's basketball player in Wisconsin bas- high school basketball history to eclipse 2,000 point mark and led helped lead her team to a school um, Division One Wisconsin State Championship this season. Like, that's what sucks is now a team that no one thought would do well made it to the tournament. They may have not won, but they. Battled them, battled out the whole time, 
now loses their coach after a year. And then you lose your recruits. And now we have no idea what these girls are going to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen because I feel like this is just the, the beginning of a domino effect, especially because I don't know how long this, I don't know how long this search is going to take because I mean, I know I talked to you about a couple of people that who a lot of people kept lobbying for um, that uh, Kim Stevens, current uh, coach for Glenville state who won the D2 national championship last year, they end up coming to find out that she already accepted Marshall. the Marshall's women's job, which that sucks. Uh, and I keep hearing about the next person that might come back. And that is no. coach Carey. Yeah. I've seen that. No, I love coach Carey. I think he's a great human being. Cause I was around him for three years, but it's not what we need. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I, we, we, that is, Put us, uh, they put us in a really tough spot. Um, like, I don't like. I have a feeling that all those girls, maybe at least some of the younger ones, they might leave to go ahead and possibly play with uh Coach Don. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think. Let's see, and I heard that her uh. Her departure was not the best either. I heard that she didn't go on the bus with the team after they lost the tournament and that their coaches kind of gave them a heads up like, hey, you need to make sure you check out your uh uh check out Twitter, which I think is kind of shitty. Like you should have told your team that you were leaving. Yeah, um, why would you like come on? That just makes me no, I'm done. I don't want to even like that's that's horrible. Like you're not even yeah. gonna talk to your team. They're like, hey guys, you know what? I have decided, you know, talking to my family and whatnot. I have the opportunity to move closer back to where I'm from, which is my desire. What sucks though is like you took this job knowing you were gonna be here for five years. Hold on, hold on. I it's I'm reading the rest of this article. Oh boy. So I guess apparently so the meeting was called da, 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 so fast forward. Okay, so 24 hours after the loss. And then Minnesota confirmed they hired Dawn. She told WVU about it and did eventually address her team about it, according to Ren Baker. Uh, so that like he, I, I'm from, but from what I'm reading, it was still, still very, very, uh, quick. Yeah, it sounds and like it's there sound... was a meeting. Here, let me. I'll forward you the link. I'll be our chat. Hold on. Let me Whoa, see. Your voice just changed. You're louder. Oh. Nope. Now you're good. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I'll forward you the article I found in the chat. It just sounds like the only reason she said anything or talked to the team is because of Ren. Uh, oh, well, at least we know this is a reputable, reputable source. Yeah. Mm. 
Let's see. So it looks like she didn't talk about she didn't she there was a, a meeting with the players that still had eligibility left. And then the players that like this was their last year, they didn't they didn't hear anything about it at all. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, so it sucks. I get, understand you want to be closer to home, but I think I I mean, what would you in a, in your in this situation? What do you do? I mean, I've never been a head coach before. I've never had this type of opportunity to like do something like this. So, like, what is the proper way to do this? Do you I, tell them that like? Right before a big game that, hey, I'm just letting you know, uh, whenever this tournament runs now, I'm going to be leaving the team. Uh, it's just, I, I mean, I guess there's no good way or bad way to handle it, but it seems like, uh, it seems like, I don't know. But yeah, shall we move on? I just like reading this. Like none of the coaches were on the bus, none. And I wonder, like, what as a player, what are you thinking when, like, all your coaches are just not on this bus? Like, you're all the players, like, just going home. Like, what, what just happened? Like, I can only imagine being a player on that bus, being like, wait. Our coach is leaving us. Didn't even tell us. Or maybe some of them found out later on that she was leaving. I don't know. I am good to move on from this topic if you are. Yep, I am too. Because guess what? Spring football is back. Spring football is back. Yay. And guess who has paid a quarter of their season ticket costs? You have. Oh, my God. That is very exciting. I know. I'm pumped. I am... Oh my gosh. The the steps to that uh is coming closer and closer. Dude, it's unreal that I'm like sitting here going, wow, I'm gonna have football season tickets to West Virginia next year. Like that star to me is unreal. Um but yeah, spring football's back. Um I have, no, I have no expectations for this team. None. None. I have none. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm just excited football is back for literally like the next month and a half. And then we can just sit here and be like, how bad are we going to be this year? What are we going to do this year? What about So we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> it's just going to be whatever. I mean, if we could win four games next year. Honestly, I will take if we can even win six. If we can win six games and get to a bowl game somehow, I would cry. I would cry. Let me ask you this question. Sure. We have to play our biggest rival and probably our second biggest rival besides Virginia Tech this year. If we beat those two teams... Do you sit here and say that's successful? 
If and those are the only two wins we have all year, besides like the crappy FCS school that comes in and we beat them. All right, do you sit there and say that's successful? If we beat Penn, Penn State, State and, and Pitt. Pitt, maybe it saves him another year. That's it. I hope for West Virginia basketball sake that it doesn't, or football rather, football sake that it does not save him. I think we're. I think everyone's on the same page. If we do not win against Pitt on September sixteenth in Morgantown, he won't have a job the following Sunday. No, that's that is that's a fact. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know what? We still have just under six months till that game happens. So, um, wait and see what happens. Yeah, point. I don't. I don't uh, I don't even know what to make of it. It's it's gonna be interesting. It's mm-hmm. gonna be definitely an interesting season because I don't know who, who these players are for the first time because I don't I don't like I just don't know because I had such expectations last year and they crumbled to the ground so hard that this year I'm just like for the first time in my like years of watching the football team, maybe the exception of like 2014 when we were like really bad. But this, this year is, could be maybe one of the worst years yet. Yeah. We're, we're but I don't, but I'm trying to, but I'm trying to be as positive as I can be. Let's be honest. So they probably have one of the best backfields in the country. Yeah, for running backs, like, and also probably the best, the a really really tenured offensive line. So maybe if that comes to fruition, and there's just, get some depth there, and maybe I just don't know anything because, for one, I thought Kansas was trash, but Kansas won last year, and who knows? Maybe we could end up. I could maybe we could end up having a year like Kansas did last year. I don't know, but. That's all I got on WV football for the moment. I'm 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 good. I listened to the Neil's press conference. You know, he admits that last year was a failure and that this year is what he said is the first steps into fixing it. So let's see how it gets fixed and we will take it from there. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he fixes. All right, enough of that. Let's talk about your jersey because it is a Hornets jersey. It is a Hornets jersey. It is is LaMelo Ball. Ball. LaMelo Ball, you know, with the Lending Tree Sponsor patch on there, continuing the collection of sponsor patches. Um, Sorry you didn't get one when you were in Boston. But you know what? It's okay for the simple fact that – I have no. I did get one. You didn't get a, a sponsored jersey. Yeah, I did. My Tatum jersey has a sponsor patch on it. Oh, it does. Yeah, and it's a oh. Jordan one. Oh, okay. I I guess I didn't see the sponsored on it. No, I wouldn't have bought a Tatum jersey without it. <laughs> oh, geez. Yes. So, uh, continuing the sponsor patch, I'm. In the mix, there is one that I'm looking at. It's a Dame Lillard jersey. 
I know we has, were talking about those last week. And it has a Storm X. I'm trying to see if I can make an offer to this guy to just lower the price a little bit because it's an authentic one too, not just this regular Swingman. I gotta get, so, I gotta get the one that has the the carpet on it. I know that one is a little too much money right now for me. Yeah. I there's a guy I I put in an offer. He's asking for like 180. I dropped it to like 150 and he didn't take it. I'm like, come on, bro. Work with me here. That's a lot of money for a jersey like that. It's, no. Well, um, technically, when you buy them in the stadiums, they're they are about 150. So yeah, like, no, I, no, that's no. I was why saying I, the 180 is a little expensive. Yeah, 180. I was like, if it's the stitched one and an authentic one, word. Like we can we can do that. But like, come on, man, work with me here. So and but the the one that I've been looking at it has their current sponsor called like Stormex. I don't even know what the hell that is, but it has their Stormex sponsor. So I'm trying to figure out to see if I can finagle that one. Are you googling what Stormex is? Stormax. Stormx. Stormx. Oh. Oh, it's another crypto type bullshit. No, it's not. Yep, easiest way to earn crypto. I just Googled it. Ugh, stupid. Ah, get away from all these crypto people. But also, you know what I also have been looking for? I've been on a hunt for that Bill Russell jersey. Oh, my God. If you can find one, I will. There is one. It's... I just got a finagle. I, what size are you? A large. Ooh, okay. I might have something for you. I will... If I if when I go into the email, I will text it to you after. Okay. And I'll let you pull the trigger if you want. Worst comes to worst, it could be your birthday present when I and I'll bring it to when we go to Pittsburgh. Dude, that thing will get the moment that gets here. I'm going to Michael's or wherever and putting it in a frame. Putting it in a frame. Oh, that thing will never get. I will never. I might wear it that first day you give it to me, or I get it. Mm Hmm. And then immediately put it in a frame mm-hmm. and put it in my office. So I'll move shit around in my office to put that jersey up. You can, If you move that coat rack that's right behind you, it looks like it would fit perfectly. Yeah, but you know what? That's behind the door. I don't want to. Oh, just put it, on the, put it on the door. No, I'll put it right here I'm over um, so I can look at it every day. Oh, I already okay. have my Bill Russell when he passed away and I was in Aruba. I actually bought like a Bill Russell picture, like all his stat stuff, like all in this one big frame uh, from Amazon. <laughs> My wife's like, really? I, go, I didn't find his jersey. So you're lucky I didn't spend that much money. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, I don't have a hat on tonight, by the way. Yeah, you don't have a hat on. So then talk about what kind of shirt that is. All right. So when I was in Aruba. Just this last time, uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago, my so we didn't go to this place. We we did the first time. I went down a couple like in July or something last year, called Lucy's. It's just a little taco shack like or taco place right on the water. Uh, they play really loud music, way too like way too loud. Um, <laughs> but the food isn't bad, and they had these shirts with the skull. And it's just a bunch of different things in there, like a mermaid, um, hula dancer, let's see, octopus, pelican, all this kind of stuff in here uh, within the skull. 
and I really wanted it and didn't have a chance to get it when we were there. So when we on our last day, our second to last day, we went and grabbed this. I got a shirt. Ashley got my wife got a shirt. Um, so yeah, I thought I put it on today. I was like, this sound, this is perfect. I'm not gonna change, not gonna put a hat on tonight. I'm good. <laughs> I think this shirt will be good enough. I love it. All right. Shall we talk about it? Shall we talk about the basketball? All the funness. We have a couple games on behind us. Um, I don't know the scores of either one. Right now, Michigan State is playing Kansas State. Ooh, 70, 75. Kansas State's up. And I know Arkansas that's is playing the, UConn. Is that the one that's in the garden right now? Yeah. That's so legit. Yo, did you see the, the picture of the four teams that are supposed to be in the garden? Uh-huh. And FAU's mascot was like, I lost my invite in the mail because he wasn't there. Oh, so they had gosh. like the New York skyscraper mascot and then state mascot, Kansas State's mascot, and who else is playing there? And FA uh so FAU is that like Tennessee? Yeah, uh maybe I think it is Tennessee. So if it's those four, it's like three out of those four actually were there of the mascots. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah. That's definitely good. All right, so we're going to talk about the biggest upset and the second time in five years that this has happened, um, that a 16 seed beat a number one seed in Purdue. Fairly Dickinson. Teaneck, New Jersey. That's just – what's up with Jersey? Jersey, they love their basketball, man. But I know, but like I just last I just year, think, this year, like yeah, I just think Purdue severely underestimated his team. Uh you can just tell by the way they're playing, they just like you felt like it felt like FDU wanted it more, mm-hmm. and you saw it with every type of play, the way they locked up Edie. The guards were getting there when they were closing out on the guys from Purdue shooting. They were they were barely clanking the rim. I don't know what I I just don't know what happened. And I watched that last couple minutes during the game when it was like neck and neck, and it was just simply Purdue couldn't get a shot from the ocean. They couldn't throw a ball in the water. It was out of control. And they did not get that ball to Edie. They couldn't. Was it that wasn't it um the last like eight minutes he didn't even touch the ball? He didn't have one shot. I think he had like two he took two shots within the last eight minutes. Like that's that's not enough. Yeah, this man. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, and I think I remember I don't I don't remember who talked about it. I think Cyrus talked about it last week, you know. Guard play is kind of the ways of the world in basketball. You know, mm-hmm. the the year the years of the big man dominating, you know, the floor are, are kind of over. So the fact that it, if Edie was your technically your best player and your your shooters couldn't do anything or your wing players, you're in trouble. And it was paramount that day because nobody in Purdue could do anything. 
because their best player couldn't get the ball. They just consistently double teamed. They were closed out. Every time he touched the ball, they were pounding him and, you know, scrapping for the ball to steal it away. It was, it was crazy. The best part though, for it was they played defense. Like that's where they knew they were going to beat them. It defense and transition. Yep. And that's exactly what they did. Um, yeah, it's Tennessee's up in New York. So I thought volunteers. Shout out to them. But yeah, I I'm curious to see what Purdue does after this. So because I did not know this is a third consecutive year that they were knocked out by a double digit seed. Yeah, they lost to a thirteen, a fifteen, and a sixteen. Now, yeah, that is, but that's that's not good. It's Arizona. It's what was it, Arizona? They've lost to two 15s two years in a row. Yeah, that one. That's shout bad. Out, shout out to Princeton and the Ivy League and their shooting. And their defense. I mean, I would love to see Princeton make it to the Elite Eight. If they made it to the Final Four, that would be absolutely unreal. If if they make it to the Elite Eight and they go up against Alabama... I, I might throw some money on Princeton to win. Or even take the money line because if they get hot, it it's it's gonna be a rough night. Well, what did they say um during the Arizona game? Princeton averages like fifty eight points a game. They don't average a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Arizona averages like they said like seventy. So there's a twelve point swing right there. And Arizona Arizona, it was like it was like sixty something to fifty nine. It was Arizona didn't get out of the fifties. I'm pretty sure. Well, Arizona couldn't make a bucket the last eight minutes of the game, which was I could not believe that they couldn't make anything. It was crazy. They were like they I whatever defense Princeton had on them, they couldn't figure it out figure out a way to stop it, and it took them down because I think also Arizona, another team with. Their best players are two big guys, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get their two best players the ball. When you can't get your best players the ball, you're not going to win. No, it's interesting to watch like teams like Arizona, Purdue, who have these dominant big men, uh, all of a sudden just become "quote unquote" mortal because teams are playing double are double teaming them, or they're quick to the ball. Like if you watch FDU play, every play, there was two to three players by Edie, but once that ball was swung to the other player, they're right in their face. So, yeah, the rotation back to their man, those swiping at the ball, tipping loose balls, getting advantage of any loose ball. You know those small things that matter in a basketball game, they were taking advantage of nuts. Excuse me. I'm not trying to yawn because I'm bored or tired. Well, I am slightly tired, but not because I'm bored. <laughs> My God, if that if that is true, then damn. No, I'm we, kidding. We might need another guest. Oh, geez. Yeah, we do need to have more guests on. Um, but that's another talk for another day. Um, and then what do we have? Um, you had, who, no, you had Furman. Furman. 
Shout out to Noel for calling that pick. Then that's like the second time in what three years that they've bounced. They've been bounced by a, a yeah, lower Virginia. seed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just never going to touch Virginia again. They're wherever they're if they're number one overall, I'm still going to pick them to lose. Um, but you know, majority of the games were great games. There wasn't too many blowouts, not too many crazy scores. Um, yeah, a lot of games are fairly close for the most part. Yeah, did you watch um any of the Kansas State Kentucky game the other day? Uh, I was able to watch a portion of it and shout out to Kansas State for putting on for the Big 12 because pretty much they're, they're the in, ones. Yeah, they're, they're the ones in that Texas. are in. In Texas. Oh, yes. yes, in Texas. So we shall see what happens. Uh, Keontae Johnson, he's that he could make a star out of us right now, out of himself with his story. Uh, if you don't know Keontae Johnson's story, if correct me if I'm wrong, Merritt, he collapsed in the middle of a game when he was playing for the University of Florida. Yep. Uh, he recovered from. He was. Uh, in a, he had what they called athlete's heart. Yeah, he had a. Um, he was in a coma after. Yep. He was after he uh, passed out on the court because of his heart. Mm-hmm. And then I believe instead of taking like a five million dollar. Never buyouts of never play basketball again. He decided to go ahead and enter the transfer portal. Signed with Kansas State, first time head coach. And they were Uh, projected to be the worst team in the Big 12 this year. They finished third in the Big 12. Absolutely crushing it right now. And he is their best player. He sat out the the remaining, I think the remaining year or two years that he had at Florida Mm -hmm. and they kept him on scholarship because of what happened. And then he bet on himself, this kid, you know, Oh Jesus Christ. UConn is killing him. Let's go. UConn 48 to 29. And what about the Kansas state game? 80 to 75 with three minutes left. Kansas state is up. Let's go. Kansas state. I love it. I know. I really want Izzo to keep going because it's Izzo magic. Yeah, but I I like the story. I do of too. Kansas the, State. So let's you always let's keep... have the story games. You always have this one player in every March Madness. Um. So, how is your non-podcast bracket looking? Um. So my non-podcast. Let me go ahead and show you. Let's see. So I don't have a chance to win this one. Uh yeah. this one I have Texas winning. Mm-hmm. And let's see. So yeah, so praying so I got Alabama and San Diego State. So my final four, that's the most important question. Only Texas remains. Yeah, that's how mine looks right now, too. Texas is the only final four team I have left. Uh, so far, I if I could if I could get every single thing to happen, then that means I would legitimately have uh every almost all every single one right, but it's not going to be good enough to win the championship that I'm in 
which would have been really fun, but oh well. But, I, I, I I missed out on a lot of the eight nine matchups. Those yeah. those the the fifty fifties. I picked the wrong ones, but it's funny because I have like a one that's called the hell with it bracket, and it, I have currently have the most points scored in that one. Because those are the ones where I put people like Princeton by and like I I, I had W winning the whole thing. You know, I always have one bracket where I have us winning. I have the most points in my league right now. I'm projected to finish third because the two players behind me have Tennessee and Houston winning it all. And their oh final four gosh. has two put two teams left each. So I'm like hopeful that Tennessee and Houston lose. That would be huge. Within the next like four days. Because if that happens, then I could potentially um still win, which would be great. But oh my god. That's like a far stretch. Um for Ooh, sure this, at this point. This this one guy that's in that's in the top of the league, he still has three of his three of his final four matchups still alive. With Alabama, Houston, and UCLA winning. Um uh, Houston, with, he has yeah, he has uh he, Alabama winning it all. And with those teams in the final. So that would be hilarious if all of them lose. And then I don't know how far he drops, but that would be hilarious if I could somehow sneak up there. I'm still kind of far away, but it would have been nice to, you know, be kind of close. But you never know. It's March yeah. Madness. It's Magic ma- Magic one. Uh, March. Bleh. Can't talk. Words are hard. Um, but yeah, I definitely think you know, there's going to be some Good basketball. All right, so let's talk about this now. Um, including the four, te- the four teams that are on behind, the two games on behind me. Out of the 16 teams left, if we re-rank them, they've been doing it all week, who do you think is the number one overall team at this point in the tournament? Out of everyone that is currently left. That is left. Out of the 16 that are left. Okay. Oh, that's tough. I know. That's tough. You know what? I will go Alabama. Really? Uh, hold on. Wait. Let me think, rethink of that. Hold on. Let me see. Number one overall. So I'm slotting these one to sixteen. Damn. Oh shit! What happened? Michigan State's down by four with one minute left. Oh man! All right, here I go. I think I'll I'll still take Bama. I'll still take Bama number one. Um, right after. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll take I'll take Houston, mm-hmm. number two. Number three. Who did they lose to? Number three. I'll go Tennessee. Number four, Miami. Then number five, UConn. Okay. And then everybody else 
filters somewhere out. After, somewhere after that. Somewhere after that. I, I, I just, if I were to go of who I think is favorited to win right now, or who I personally want to win, I would love if UConn could make a run. No shit, really? I would never have guessed that one. I would love if UConn could make a run, and I would love to see a matchup of either them or Miami. My they would they would play each other in the final four, and I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be an interesting old school Big East ACC battle right there. You would think that I'd be watching a football game, thinking about UConn and like Miami, but like oh my god, uh, I think those I would love to see those teams. Like if I were to pick a fi- a new like a for real Final Four right now, uh, to at this point in time, I'm really I would take. I would take UConn. Oh, I shit. I... It's 80 to 82. Oh, my God. Kansas right. State has the ball. So Kansas State has the ball for all of our people that are just listening to us right now. And that are listening to this what's tomorrow. Happening. Yeah. Yes. Um, 10, 10 seconds left on the shot clock, 30 seconds oh, left in the game. He shoots a three from the freaking – Logo, what are you doing? I'm not gonna lie, I saw somebody made a shot, but that was from the Yukon game, so whoops, my bad. Uh, oh my yeah. god, all right, so Michigan might State, have call some, timeout. You might have some Izzo magic. Uh, so like I was saying, if I were to pick my final four, I would, I'm, I would go Yukon, I would go, oof, I'll skip that conference real quick. I will go. Yukon, Alabama. Yukon, Alabama. Oh man, I want to say Kansas State, but then I might I might jinx them because they're playing right now. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with Tennessee right now. And I really like Miami. I watched Miami play the other night, mm-hmm. and I was like, I really like the way they play. So that would be a very interesting Final Four. But man. Wouldn't we love to just see Princeton in the Final Four? The Princeton Tigers from the Ivy League. They could beat Creighton. They could. They play very similar. They all about shooting. So it's whoever's going to get hot first. All about shooting and all about defense on both those squads. So, um, all right. If I, I'll do my top four, my final or top five, like you did. Yeah. Um, my number one overall. I'm going to go with Houston. H-Town down. And then I'm going to go with Alabama. Um, I just think Alabama's had it easy. So they, haven't had, a, they haven't had any struggles yet. Then I'm going to go with Kansas State. I, th- I think they've just, they've shown up. They've shown out. They've balled out. They've fought through every game. Um, next, UConn at four. Uh, number five, I'm going to go with Xavier. Xavier over Texas, okay. Yeah, I, I think I'm not going to pick Xavier to beat Texas. I think Texas will win just because of their size advantage and how they play. But right now, I think Xavier, you know, they look good. Underneath Sean Miller, um, 
They had a nail biter the other night. I, I think when you're playing a game like that, it makes things. I mean, you play a tougher game. You you come out with a little bit more of a, a chip on your shoulder for the next one. So we'll see. Holy crap! They tied it. Kevin, you froze. I still hear you though. Okay. Well, guess what? They tied it. Oh my god, that's crazy. End of regulation. Got him. Of course. The garden, man. The garden magic. If I would have known I was going to be off today, I would have looked up tickets. But like, oh, they're I, stupid. I, well, yeah, five hundred dollars. I fully believe it. One of the guys that I know, uh, he's currently there with like really good seats, and if, I'm like, yo. If my buddy put in a request at work like a month ago, could have gone. But he also just had his first kid, so I don't think we would have gone. Oh, shrugs. Um, but final four for me. And then Who's my adventure champion. Four? Alabama. Okay. Of course. I'm gonna say Kansas State. I don't know how this game's gonna end. That's why I didn't want to say that because I don't want to screw it up. But you know what? I don't care because I love Izzo. So if it's okay. Izzo Magic, go, let's go. I'm riding that all the way through. <laughs> um Houston. H-Town down. And then I, I'm i going to go UCLA. I do like UCLA. I, I really do. I, th- I think you guys talked me out of picking UCLA last week, and I'm really mad that I listened to you guys last week. It's okay. I should have not. I should have told you all to shut well, up. Well, I, I think it's because of the fact that that was the last one back we did, and everybody was tired. Yeah, we were so. all just like going through it. Uh, and then the eventual champ at this rate. Probably Houston. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. that's what I've got. That's what I'm thinking at this point. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know who my my eventual champion. I said my final four was UConn, Miami, Alabama, Houston. No, I I can't. Oh no, uh, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee. So you have. You'd have a SEC versus SEC, Big East oh, yeah, I do. versus ACC. I'm gonna go UConn. I'm gonna go UConn. Screw it. Let they're hot right now. They, Dude, I watched on Instagram. They had uh, they almost are doubling up Arkansas right now. Hell yeah! It's Let's sixty-two get it. to thirty-three. Let's freaking get it. With UConn, fit, UConn, UConn. Shout out to my nephew Bryce out there as a UConn student right now. He must be. Oh my God. I think he's also. Uh, no, he's a junior now. I was going to say his sophomore year was when we went to the Final Four. He's a junior right now. So shout out to him. Uh, and UConn, so they're playing in Vegas. I forgot about this. And I just saw that they were the Vegas logo. Mm-hmm. They had to leave their hotel room because of like vomit. Other stuff like some, it was a pretty shitty hotel room, apparently. So, <laughs> they had to How leave the, the hotel. They get a shitty hotel room. You're fucking Yukon. Put up the money to put your team in a good place. Good God. I know. I know. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll with you. The, the Huskies, these are the years that normally that they come out of nowhere to do it. So, shout out to those Huskies. I'm excited to see if they can continue it. But that's what I'll roll with right now, and we'll see what happens. Awesome. All right, Kev, do we miss anything? 
Uh, you know what? I wanted to touch on a couple of the ones from the women's tournament. Okay. Uh, Stanford number one seed out already. Yep. Uh, shout out to those Miami Hurricanes for knocking off Indiana, which was like a, like a in, top seed. Indiana. In Indiana. So did you see? Out. Did you see what she did at the foul line? What to ice the game? She hits her foul shot, and she goes. To the crowd. Shout out to the Cavender twins for well, one of them. I don't know which one it don't know which one it was, but shout out to the Cavender twins for starting to ice that game and to put the team up uh so they can go through. So that's pretty freaking epic, honestly. Didn't they beat Oklahoma too, Miami? Yeah. Yeah, and it was like the last second shot by them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Woo! women's team is getting getting crazy. I'm bummed that uh Stanford lost because that was actually my favorite to try and win. Other than of course South Carolina, South Carolina, because I'm a big fan of Cameron Brink. Uh, so I want to see what Caitlin. Car- I I really want to see Caitlin Clark in Iowa make it. I mean, she's there. She's she's crushing it right now. Caitlin Clark is she's hitting threes from the freaking logo. I cannot wait till she makes it to the WNBA because she's gonna be a good one. Well, she can come out this year, can't she? Yeah, she can. Because normally, like, it's super interesting. It's the NCAA, NCAA tournament for women's basketball ends. Two, three weeks later, it's the WNBA draft. Yeah, it's, like, it's very no quick. transition. Yep. Um, yeah, that's really all I had. I think we hit everything March Madness-wise, football-wise. You know, we're out here. I love it. I love it. I love it. You have trivia today? Yeah, I do. I have a trivia. I love it. I won't look at the thing because you're about to put it in. I'm not typing it in yet. I'll t- ask a question first. Okay, All right, go ahead. Which coach has won the most NCAA tournament games? Oh, wow. Good question, huh? That is a great question. I'll give you extra points if you can guess the number of wins. Definitely not gonna be able to do that. You never know. No, I. That's that's too hard. My head hurts. Uh, let me go. Can I? Can I go with most NCAA double tournament wins? And I want to say this is men's side. I I would assume that Gino has a shitload and Pat Soma has a shitload, but okay. So that's that was about I was going to ask if there was yeah. if this was men's or women's. Um I feel like I was gonna go with Jim Beheim because he's just been coaching for so long. No. That's what I thought. Because I feel like that would have been too easy. Mm-hmm. Would it be Coach K? Yes, it is. Coach, Coach K, K. Yeah, that's what I figured. He's been coaching, now, been coaching for a while. Try to guess how many. Can I ask, like, is it over 50 or under 50? It's over 50. That's the only hint you get. 65. <laughs> no. Okay. What he is has it? 97 wins. That's believable. Because <laughs> if you think about a team like Duke, they at least, what, two or three each time they get there. Then a couple of the times they make it to the Elite Eight. That's, like, already three wins, four wins. I believe that. 
I'm happy at least I got the coach right. I'm happy I got the coach right. Okay, so that is definitely in men's basketball. Women's basketball, you want to guess who has the most wins? It'd have to be Gino, right? Yeah, and you want to guess how many he has? That's got to be at least like 180. 133. Okay. I knew at least triple digits. His overall head coaching record is 1,180 and 155 with a that is 88.4% win percentage. Sick. In his tournaments, in the NCAA tournament, he's 133 and 22. So sick. 133 and 20, 133 and 22, you said? Mm-hmm. So just think about that for a second. So it's at least minimum, he's at least making it to the Elite Eight or Sweet 16 every year. Dude, he's been at Virginia at UConn since 85. That's sick. And just think about the co- continuous years. So like the years when Sue Bird and all of them made it all the way to the final four. Then the all the years with Diana Taurasi, that's another that's five games there. Then like the, the years of the Renee, Renee Montgomery's, the Maya Morris, the Brianna Stewart's. You know, they, they it just continues and continues. It's he's the way UConn produces women's basketball, it's like holy smokes. That is like the true professional team over there. And I'm I'm sorry. I just noticed I look really slim in in this video right now. And I haven't said that in a while. So shout out did, to me and shout out to the Alpha Life. I'm trying has, to be like you. He hasn't. He's only had four seasons that he had less than 20 wins. Less than 20 wins. I, okay. Yeah, I see that because I know there's a couple when the teams were his, the greatest. His first two years. His first year, he was 12 and 15. Third, his second year, 14 and 13. Third, 17 and 11. And then 92 to 93, he was 18 and 11. That was, those were his worst years. That's crazy. Freaking nuts. How, like, that is so crazy to me. I also find it funny that they went from, UConn went from the Big East to the ACC, and then back to the Big East. Yeah. Stupid. Crazy. Because they were like, it's too boring in the AAC, in the American Athletic Conference. That's true. Just winning all the time. Think about that. Think about all those tournament wins that they win in the American. Craziness. They're like, yeah, we'll just win everything. All right. Kevin, before you do your outro... Good luck this weekend. You are marrying some of your good friends this weekend in Jersey. Is it tomorrow or is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. tomorrow. It is oh, actually shit. not going to lie. It is definitely kind of nerve wracking because I just hope I don't suck. Oh, you I'm won't a little, suck. I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous. Uh, I'm excited. But shout out to my friend Jarrett and his lovely fiance, Blanca. I'm about to be marrying them as I am an ordained minister for the American Marriage Ministries. So if anybody in the state of New Jersey needs someone to marry them, feel free to reach out. Um, But yeah, I'm going to be doing that. Um, 
And yeah, I'll I'll be able to update you guys next week on the pod how how that went. All right. Well, we cannot wait to hear it. Kevin, get us out of here. The yes. best you got. Yes, it is outro time, y'all. Again, thank you guys for listening. We are episode 77 overall, episode 25 for the season. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Thank you guys for those that are supporting us. So first off, if you guys are watching us right now, watching my awesome haircut that I have and Merritt's awesome Aruba shirt, make sure you go ahead and like our videos on YouTube at Million Music's Podcast. We need some likes. Shout out, give us a little comment if you feel like you need a comment. That would be awesome. Uh, what else do I have? We got to talk about if you just want to listen to us and you don't want to see our faces, feel free to make sure you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on Amazon Play. So feel free to listen to us at any of those streaming platforms. Make sure you follow us at our Instagram. That's where I'm probably our most active our Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. You can follow Merritt at his Instagram at Merritt underscore P. Follow me at CakePava624. And again, take care and good night, y'all. Peace out.